0: It's time for the press. Thousands of people have decided to leave nothing to chance. For them, there are only three commonalities they ate, they drank, and they pressed. Hey you guys, hey my favorite people, welcome to the press. I'm your host Empress. If you are listening for the very first time, hi, I'm so happy you're here. This is a Christian-based podcast. We love God, we serve God, we fear God, we fear Jesus Christ, okay? We fear him, we love him, we eat, we drink, and we press. We eat the word of God, we drink the living water, and we press into everything. It's 2024. I've been gone for like a month yeah i was like figuring out my 20 something year old life in the month of december and now we're back in 2024 and i'm excited to be here i'm excited to be with you guys i miss doing the podcast i miss talking to you guys and today we are we're just laying the ground work for what it is going to look like we are setting the tone for the law of the land The law of the land, the law of whatever landscape you're in, the law over your territory, the law over your mind, the law over your family, the law over your finances, the law over your job, the law over your academia, whatever the land is, it can quite literally be anything, person, place, thing, any noun, put it for whatever the land is because we are about to place the law over the land. How do I say this? So I am going to share a testimony with you guys very, very soon. When I tell you this testimony is going to increase your faith times 10,000, 10 million, whatever. Whenever God tells me that I can tell you guys, I'm definitely going to tell you guys because it's amazing. And we're going to talk about a little bit of it today because 2023 for me was really about me understanding how transformative my tongue really is, how how impactful my words can be. And God really showed me how to make my words work for me. My words are going to work for me. My words are going to do exactly what God ordained them to do. 2023, I had to use my words in a way that I never... Never really used them before because there was a certain level of authority that I had in the spirit that matched my words on earth, that matched my prayers, and it was just different. You know how I've talked about in the past, when you really have a revelation of the Word of God, when the Word of God is sitting deep inside of you, when the Word of God has showed itself to you as the living word and now it's applied to your life as a person in 2024 and you see how real the word of god is you genuinely start saying it and applying it to your life in a different way and that is exactly what happened in 2023 i was declaring decreeing the unimaginable and when i tell you when i tell you the unimaginable happened the what I was praying for the things that I was declaring and I specifically I used this structure that I'm about to share with you guys um when I used this structure to start praying to start to start praying and I began to see it as a lifestyle framework for myself this genuinely changed the way that I interacted with my life and I learned so much I don't want to get like too deep into it because knowing how excited I am I will literally just blurt out and say everything that I want to wait because I want you guys to understand the fullness of the testimony because when I tell y'all this testimony please run with it, take it, and make it your own, just as we know the herald does. The herald is literally waiting for this testimony to come out so he can run with it, take it, and let it be known on the land. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3. Let me pull that up. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. So that a herald may run with it. And then this is message version i usually read like kjv or niv or nlt first and then i read message just to give me layman's terms or just a more jovial type of speech so it says and then god answered write this write what you can see write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run The vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come on the right time. So we know the Herald is waiting for us to start declaring. The Herald is waiting for us to start decreeing. The Herald is waiting. And once I got the revelation of that word, once I really understood that, okay, my voice the visions that god has given me the things that god has told me to do on this earth um starting with my tongue there is a herald waiting for me to make that vision plain so that he can go make that the law of the land it's literally like spiritually the herald is waiting right and once again Y'all, the herald might be one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite characters in the Bible. And by definition, in the biblical times, a herald was a representative of the king. When the king had vital information to communicate to his subjects, he didn't have a press conference or post something on a royal website. This is I don't know who wrote this, but. I'm reading what someone wrote about a herald. Instead he sent his herald to deliver a message to his people. This role carried with this role was carried with grave responsibility. And with the herald, with the herald making with the herald speaking essentially on the king's behalf, relaying his messages to his people, he could not say the things that the king said as a suggestion so if the king made a law on the land that said hear ye hear ye hear ye hear ye in the land of xyz this is what's going to happen this year these people are going to move over here these people are going to move over here these people are going to work in this area these people are going like If the king said it, then that was what it was. It was not a suggestion. It wasn't an opinion. The herald couldn't mince the king's words and add what he wanted to say in there. Whatever the king's words said, that was what was going out to the people. That was the law of the land. It wasn't changing. There was no room for anyone else's opinion or what anyone else had to say. Whatever the king said is what happened. End of story. And knowing that, it puts into context what it means for us that a herald is running with our vision, that a herald is running with our words, that a herald is running with the things that God has told us, right? And now we're speaking them them out into the earth. And when we speak them, there is literally, the herald is going fast, baby. The herald is waiting for us to get these things out that God has said literally on the sitting back like, okay okay, he's getting closer with God. She's getting closer with God. How are they going to do this? What are they going to say 2024 is going to look like? What are the words that they're going to let out for 2024? Am I going to hear them speak? Or are they going to say anything? Do I have anything to tell the people? Do I have anything to tell the land? What is it? Really just imagine a herald. Imagine someone's on standby, waiting for your words to come out, waiting for your words to make motion, waiting, just waiting, waiting. Yeah, just like that, we're on pause, we're waiting. Standing at attention, waiting for your words to come out of your mouth, waiting for your words to make something shake on the earth, to make something happen on the earth, Uh, an entire people, an entire land, is waiting for your words to come out and your words your speech it means so much it means it means so much and God has talked to me through Habakkuk 2 2 this is why you really just have to be in the word because God can have I could live off of one word of God my entire life I could live off of one verse my entire life simply because it is the word of God and it is that powerful his speech is that powerful that I could just live off of one word if he told me one thing I could live off of it one word from God will literally change your life and Habakkuk 2 2 has been that for me it has been the word of God that has really changed my perspective and how I interact with his word and how I interact with my speech because now i'm also looking at my speech in the way that when i speak when i speak within god's word within the framework that he has me speaking in i'm not trying to speak like anyone else i'm not doing anything like anyone else i'm being who he's called me to be in that moment the speech that i let out has a certain dna has a certain mandate on it that is supposed to reach a certain crowd of people. It is supposed to go to a certain land. It is supposed to touch a certain people. It's supposed to touch a certain region. It's very specific, the things that God has set on our life to do, even the people who are listening right now. You are chosen to be here. I literally prayed if it is only one person who listens to the press, if it's five people, five thousand, ten thousand, however many, God decides to have come to this platform. I specifically prayed for each and every one of you to encounter this place and encounter this platform because he sent me to a specific group of people. Okay. So we are about to set the law of our land, right? And in order to do that, We have to know the place that we sit. We have to know our position. In order to have our laws be laid on the land, in order to have our laws be taken from our mouth to the land that they are going to, we have to understand some key things. We have to understand the place that we sit in. We are within a royal priesthood. Romans 8.17 says, Now, If we are children, if we are children, then we are heirs. So what do we have to be? Children. Then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So we are children of God. In order to really capture the authority that you have with your words, in order to really capture the authority that you have with your tongue, you have to come into the position of a son or a daughter of Christ. It says in Matthew 18, two through five, he called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me so we have to practice really becoming sons and daughters of god now when life is coming every which way confusion coming every which way just things coming at my life um pause because i'm going to my father if anything is coming to me i'm just a kid I'm just a little girl out in this big, big world. I'm going to my father so that he can handle this. I understand what it means to be a child, right? And luckily, my parents on earth did an excellent job laying the framework for me just mentally to understand what a good parent is and how they are supposed to show up for their child in duress, how they're supposed to stand up for their child and show up for their kid in confusion, in celebration, when the kid is happy, whatever. I know what a parent is supposed to do. So I'm expecting even more for my father in heaven because he loves me more. You know what I'm saying? And he knew me before I was even in my mother's womb. In order to really make things shake within the realm of the spirit and in your relationship with God, you have to come like a child. And in order to lay the law on the land, we're going to come like children. How humbling is that to come like a child? Really master your place as a child. And that is something that the enemy will continuously try and kick you out of. He'll try and kick you out of your place of freedom. He'll try and kick you out of your place of love. He'll try and make you feel like an orphan like you don't belong in the kingdom of god or if you sin or do something bad it's like oh my gosh god you don't love me i i'm sorry i gotta repent and do all this stuff well we do have to repent but it's like okay once you repent guess what god forgot he doesn't even remember anymore so we're going to be operating from that place in order to get our laws out right and the way that we have to envision it is you're in the palace with God, right? You're in the palace with your father. And I've done this scenario before. You're in the palace with your father. He's speaking to you. You're in the word, right? You're in the word. You're in relationship with God. You're not relying on a podcast. You're not relying on a pastor. You're not relying on any third party source to get your information from god you are in your word you are with god you have a relationship with him and when you go to church you're getting filled up even more and when you listen to a podcast you're getting filled up even more but this is not your primary source of reaching out or hearing anything about the gospel because you already have that set up right That's step one. We're going to be in relationship with God. We're going to be in relationship with Jesus. We're going to be in the secret place. We're going to be praying. And this part of the vision is you in the room with God in the king's room, in his room, and y'all are just talking, chatting chatting it up. You're in a secret place, having a great time, right? And he's telling you things about yourself. He's giving you new revelations about the word. He's taking you deeper and deeper and deeper inside of the word, right? So now from that place, you can now stand on the word of God because you have spent time with Jesus. You have a revelation of the word and now you know what it means a little bit more and you have a place to act from and to stand from and to declare and decree from. So you're going to take everything that you learned from the word because you've been spending time with Jesus. And now you are going to start to declare the word of God. Now you are going to start to declare the laws of God. And let me just say one thing, because I've been asking myself this question a lot lately, like how do people live a life without God? How do you see yourself living in this world without a source? I don't understand it because whether you like it or not, we are going to fall under someone's law, under someone's rule. And a lot of people are being misled, thinking that you're coming up with everything on your own and you are, you have your choices and you're making your decisions. But when we're in the context of law and order, whose law are you falling under? Whose law are you abiding in, the world's or God's? So in Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about life being mundane and finding no joy without God, a repetitious cycle of sameness. He says that there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new that this earth, that the world can provide you, which is where my questions come in because if you're not under God's law, by default, you've chosen the world. And the thing about the world is, It's mundane, there's no newness, and it operates on a basis that doesn't extend the system of this world. You know what I mean? It's never able to reach the individual. It doesn't have that capability. The world's law will never reach you individually. It won't. At least I know his laws are made in love and can only be love because he is love. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so back to what i was talking about initially how we're going to lay the law of the land how are we going to do that okay so now that we have talked about that we can go back to the beginning of how we are going to lay the law on the land it's actually very simple very very simple 2024 our adage our saying for 2024 is by law 2024 by law by law 2024 by law is going to be sustained and maintained because we're going to be in relationship with jesus christ we're going to be in the secret place we're going to be getting the revelations we're going to be in a word we're going to be doing what we have to do and then we're going to take that whatever we learn in the word and we're going to speak it speak it with knowledge because you just got the revelation So you know what it means, okay? We're at the second point of speaking it. Because once you speak it, who's waiting? Sir Harold is waiting for you to speak what you said so that that law that you spoke can be professed on the land. It's going to read, Hear ye, hear ye. This is what the son or daughter of God said for 2024. And this is the law on the land for 2024. And I'm going to read off some of the laws that I have. By law, his handiwork will announce an atmospheric shift. Who's his handiwork? Me. And whatever I produce, whatever I am in, concert with god and producing whatever the holy spirit has told me to produce it's going to announce an atmospheric shift because according to check's notes psalm 19 1 the heavens declare the glory of god the skies proclaim The work of his hands. Let me just read the entire verse. Y'all know I don't shut up about this verse. Like, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet, their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. I'm going to run this verse into the ground over and over and over and over and over and over. How could you not get excited? Especially, babe, if you're out here creating anything. You don't even have to be a creative making something tactile or any digital content. Not even, you know? We can't even limit God's word in that way. If you are creating anything, anything with your words, creating anything... For your life, creating anything monetarily, creating anything in your mind, a new mindset within your family, within dynamics at work, within dynamics in your collegiate experience, whatever that is, whatever you are creating, whatever it is. It will be the handiwork of God. If God is in unison with you, if you're in unison with God, if you are partnered with God in what you're doing, it will be his handiwork and it will produce an atmospheric shift. An atmospheric shift. The sky, it says the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And the skies quite literally announce an atmospheric shift. They announce the new day. They announce a new time. And people have to adjust themselves to what the sky has proclaimed. And people will have to adjust themselves to the handiwork that God has done on your life. And that is the law, okay? The law is his handiwork will announce an atmospheric shift by law favor announces me empress is synonymous with favor empress equals favor my name equals favor why would it not it's the law it's the law and this is how you have to talk to yourself when you are declaring the word of god when you're declaring his word over your life because it is the truth it's the truth it's the truth and if you are declaring if you're declaring the law as it is and for what it is it's literally the law when you go as a foreigner to a different country we make certain that we know the laws of that land because if we go to another country and disrespect and operate outside of their laws they don't take it lightly no one is taking the laws of their land lightly and the way that we speak about the law over our life it can't be taken lightly it has to be said with every ounce of Belief that you have in this law, say it. Don't say the law over your life in a lackadaisical, doubtful manner. You know, if you are saying the handy, his handiwork will announce an atmospheric shift, that is what it's going to do. Period. Period. That is what it's going to do. And when you are saying these things from that place you're able to pray with a level of authority where the even if the enemy wanted to stop you you could he can't because you're girded up in so much truth that the enemy whatever he tries it, it doesn't even matter because you are so focused on the truth and the truth has truly set you free in such a way that you are literally going to blaze yourself into a new realm of authority you're going to blaze yourself into a new realm of obedience you're going to blaze yourself into a new way of living life really like this is going to make you a completely different person when you really step inside of taking the principles of god taking whatever god has said in his word and making it the law over your life the law over your life and so yes so by law favor announces me empress equals favor empress is synonymous with favor as soon as you say my name as soon as you say empress you are literally saying favor you cannot address me as anything other than favor end of story And that is because in Isaiah 62, 12, it says they will be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you will be called sought after the city no longer deserted. So they quite literally cannot be called anything else. They cannot be addressed as anything else. They cannot be handled as anything else other than sought after. That is the law. It's the law. Next one, by law, everything God has said about me has to manifest on the earth. I will be physical proof that Jesus is king. That is the law. According to Isaiah, I love this verse so much. Isaiah 55, 11, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So everything God has said God has spoken about me. Do y'all understand how much pressure you just have based off of the fact that God spoke about you? It has to come to pass. It has to happen. It has to happen. Just speak like that. Just start saying stuff. And you have to understand it as the law. Understand it as the law. You can't take it as an opinion. You can't take it as, oh, maybe God said this about me. Maybe oh, he was opinionated. And no, no. This is the law. Why Why would God have to state his opinion? Why would God have to state his opinion? He states facts. He states what is. He states the law. It's no way around it. That is the law. By law, this is the third law that I have. Oh no, this is the fourth law. By law, watchmen are posted up to ensure only the report's of the lord make it to my land and this is according to isaiah 26 why do i keep saying 26 this is isaiah 62 6 i have posted watchmen on your walls jerusalem i put my name there empress they will never be silent day or night day or night they will not be silent And we know what watchmen do. Watchmen are observants over the land, making certain that if you are a trespasser, if you are illegally on the territory, you, you about to get caught out. The reason why this speaks volumes to me is because if God did not say it, if God didn't say you were supposed to be on this land, you're simply not going to be here. If the word did not come out of God's mouth, the watchmen are not letting you. On this territory, do you know whose land this is? I know whose land this is. I know that I'm the king's kid. It says, by law, my life is planned. My life is thought out. My life is arranged. My life is intentional. That is according to Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, Empress, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Don't play with my God. By law, I am the apple of his eye according to Zechariah 2, 8. Whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. And let me tell y'all something about the apples of God's eye that we are. The pupil is essential to vision. It's very precious, retaining the meaning of something very treasured. The eye is a very sensitive location, therefore very protected. By saying, by law, I am the apple of God's eye, you are saying everything that you know to be. Like when you have, by saying you're the apple of God's eye, you're not just saying some cutesy phrase like, oh yeah, I'm the apple of God's eye something to get printed out on a shirt or a cup or anything. No, this is the real truth and powerful word of God. This isn't for play. This is for real. And now, because you're in the word and because you're going to be in the secret place dissecting the word, um, you're going to have a real revelation of what these things mean. Like you'll see, you could see the word of. You can see the word his, you can see the word I in the Bible, and it means something so deep and profound to you because God has just touched you in that way. It's so beautiful. And something that I told people recently was I pair my Bible studies with a really, really good documentary because with the documentary, you're getting factually based information, which of course you'll have to check and make sure that you know they whatever whatever they're saying is true but you'll have that factual based information and then you also have a visual aid to go along with whatever you're learning factually and then when you pair that documentary with your bible studies it's just a nice compilation of materials and even if you want to add a few research papers in there go on google scholar you can find some research papers get creative you know what i'm saying like if you have to if you're learning about the light of God, which I've talked about on here before. You can get outside and be within the landscape and understand how the light affects the landscape and just see, you know, different facets of light. Go into a deep scientific study of light within that capacity and really just have fun with the word. Have fun with how you are studying the word of God, because it is fun. You could truly go on an entire study of apples and it relate to the apple of God's eye. So long as the Holy Spirit is with you and he's guiding you through your studies. You know, that's the most important thing. So by law, I am wise. James 1 5. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. By law, I am a lender and not a borrower. According to Deuteronomy 28.12 The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations but borrow from none. By law, I will not get weary in well-doing. By law. This is the law. According to Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in well-doing, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. By law, I will not get weary in well-doing. By law, I am bold, lacking nothing. Zilch, zero. I lack nothing, and that's the law. 2 Timothy 1, 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but... Gives us power, love, and self-discipline. By law, this is my I love this one. By law, I have shameless audacity. Shameless audacity. Did y'all know they talk like that in the Bible? Shameless audacity. According to Luke eleven eight, 8, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will give you He will surely get up and give you all, all, all you need. Okay, and this is the last one. By law, my favorite one. I guess all of them are my favorite at this point. But no, this one is the best. By law, I will fear the Lord. By law, that's what I'm going to do. I follow the law. By law, what happens... Has to happen because it's the law. So I'm going to fear the Lord. Because according to Proverbs 1-7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Mm. Womp womp. Okay guys, so those are the laws that I have. And I want to see you guys really flourish in 2024 and i pray that 2024 for you is more than you could ever imagine i pray that when you're in the secret place with god that he really just reveals to you what he wants you to do this year that you don't get discouraged that you understand that favor is your portion that you understand that the fear of god is the most important thing that you could have um i pray that you really just become vessels of god that you are in fellowship with people I pray for anyone's family. If you are going through anything inside of your family or with people that you love, I pray that there is reconciliation between the parties, between you and your loved ones. I pray that the friends and the people who come into your life in this season are truly meant to be there by God. And if they are not, they're not supposed to be on that land. Out with the swiftness in Jesus name and I just thank you guys again for listening let me know how your 2023 went dm me ask questions whatever you guys would like to hear in future episodes just let me know and yeah I'll talk to you guys on the press.pod instagram page and yeah I love you guys bye